Hello everyone and welcome to your weekly check-in. Hey Maz. Hello, how you doing? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Not too bad. How was um, your evening last night, Charles? Oh, I'm heartbroken, Maz. I really am heartbroken. No one's even checked in to see if I'm heartbroken. I'm, I'm just deflated. And tell us why. Well, basically, um, Maz messaged me, when was it, like last week? And you, no, you say how it started. Oh, me, I say how it started. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I messaged Chelsea saying, okay, it's a leap year coming up this year. And it's a tradition that on the 29th of February, on a leap year, a girl <laughs> can propose to their boyfriends. And I said, listen, you've been with Shane 12, 13 years. I think it's time that you <laughs> took the step. <laughs> and then I gave her a nod yesterday, messaged her saying, right, Charles, today's the day. You ready? Got the ring ready? (laughs) I didn't didn't have a ring. It was a very, I forgot that you messaged me that actually because it was a very busy day yesterday. And then at 9 p.m. last night, we were watching TV and I was in my dressing gown. He went into the kitchen. So I set the camera up to the side. I thought I've seen everyone do that. That's what people do. That they get it and they show their friends the moment, the moment that their partner said yes. And I got down onto one knee when he walked back into the room and I said, Shane, you know, we've been together for a long time now. Uh, will you marry me? And he, when he clocked what I was doing, he was so grossed out by me. He was just shaking his head and he went, he went, go, get off, get away from me, get off of me. So I guess that was a no. So... It was a hard no from Shane, but <laughs> he was so grossed out. My client this morning said this morning um, she was laughing. She was like, God, he just really couldn't be anywhere near you. I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. He didn't. He didn't want to be near me. It was so funny. If you've not seen the video, I really urge you to go and watch it because it, it gives you a g- good giggle, even if it will make even if Charles is heartbroken. <laughs> Oh, it will really make you laugh. But the thing about it is, like, I 14 people have saved it. That you know, you save a post. Why have they saved that? So weird. It's like they want to watch your rejection over and over again. Yeah. They're like that bitch, like, let's see I get rejected. I'm gonna keep what you're watching it. I'm gonna save that. What the hell? I'm like, just unfollow me, guys. Don't watch my rejection. Oh, goodness oh. me. So you're yeah. a bit emotionally drained, as am I, yeah. because the pregnancy hormones are real this week and I cannot stop crying. Oh, but we man. move. But we move. Should we, should we crack on with the questions? Yeah, really good okay. questions this week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Katie Crook. My weight seems to be plateauing. A couple of weeks ago, I was stuck on 65 kg and now I'm around the 64.5 kg mark. Why does this keep happening? Okay, so a few things to note, Katie. This week you've had your period, so that will always skew the scale weight. Obviously, during those weeks, we know that it's not indicative of how much fat loss you're actually having. Um, You're holding a lot more water weight during those weeks. So the plateau often happens around that time. If you go back, the, the 
beauty of tracking your weight every day is that you can go back and you can see the trends over time so it doesn't freak you out as much. Your steps were 60,000 last week. So let's try and get those up to 70,000 again. And then the other thing is, I had a look through your food diary and your daily, some of your daily staples are honey, cheese and mayo. Obviously, these are all totally fine to have in your diet, but they are really hard to track and very easy to overeat. Because, for example, a squeeze of honey could easily be one teaspoon of honey or two teaspoons of honey or 10 grams or 20 grams. Because, let's face it, no one's got time to weigh that out. So just be really mindful because they are high, highly calorific as well. So just be careful with your portion sizes. And then we were having a little chat about you, Katie. I don't know if your ears were burning, but Chelsea had a really good point as well on this. Yeah, so I think since joining us, you've made so many lifestyle changes. And at the beginning of your journey, the biggest ones um, sort of happened then. You stopped drinking. And that in itself um, really helps people um, get into a calorie deficit because you're having a lot less calories than you were before. You know, your eating patterns change. So um, I think you would have seen lots of progress. And also, you weighed more then. So the scales will go down if you're in a calorie deficit and they'll go down a bit faster. It's harder when your life to lose weight because your hard is not the word your calories have to be lower uh the lighter you are um when you're when you're in a fat loss stage so um i think that you have to be kind to yourself and know that it's maybe not going to be as fast as as it was in the beginning because of those main things so stick with it but it is going to be like a ever-changing ever-evolving journey at the moment because you're in a place where you're you've already lost quite a lot of um weight and your, your shape has changed but now it's kind of like narrowing down those little things that Maz is, is picking up on you know your honey uh, that will help you yeah but you're going in the right direction Katie so don't give up the hope yeah. and um, keep keep going because you're doing really well yeah I actually think if we look at Katie's check-ins that like every month we've probably got a similar one like around your period where you're like why is it why is the scales not going down and then the next week you're like wow well, they've gone down so it's like know that you maybe are prone to doing that as well and you're like yeah okay, it's gonna be fine <laughs> yeah Rachel I'm off on holiday next week oh lovely I'm in a hotel for a couple of nights but then it's self-catering I will take my food scale so I can track as accurately as possible. Should I take my people scale? We love that, a people scale. <laughs> um, so I can weigh myself. I think we should start calling the scales like people scales so people know the difference. Um, yeah. So so you can take your scales if you want to, your your food scales if you want to. But don't feel like you need to. Um, listen to our podcast, Holidays and Social Life um, podcast, and that will give you um, some nice tips on how to eat mindfully um, using the knowledge that you've already gained in the last like the, the time that you've been with us. Um, and that's why we do it because you're not going to be tracking forever. So um, use all of those sort of things that you've learned from looking at your food, knowing your portions. Uh, base your meals around lean, pro- uh, lean protein sources. That's going to help you. Choose your indulgences. Just cut out all the meaningless snacks like crisps and things like that. Remember that your your holiday starts the minute that you leave the house and you get on that plane. Well, no, the airport even. Like a lot of the time, 
time you can see on planes um people get loads of snacks loads of sweets get yourself up something nice to eat on the plane um i wouldn't bother bringing your food guys however if you feel like it's going to help you out for breakfast tracking oats and things like that if it's going to make your life easier bring them with you your body weight scales you can leave them at home 100 um you don't need to weigh weigh in while you're away and also don't do it as soon as you get back if you don't want to or if you want to do it as research you can um the scales might fluctuate um because you'll be holding on to more water because you've been traveling um sometimes people like to weigh themselves when they get back because they're like whoa that's gone up so much because i was flying and then you get on the scale the next day and it's gone down and you're like whoa that's why the scales are a little bit cray cray. <laughs> so if you're going to get triggered by it, um, then don't go on it and just give yourself some time. But know that whatever happens, like if it does go up a little bit, it's going to come down. Just stay, um, listen to the podcast. It will set you up like for success. Yeah. And have a lovely holiday. We're very jealous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Brenda, I think I'm having a weight loss plateau. Should I lower my calories or increase my exercise? This week, I had my period and a very busy, stressful work week, so my energy was lower. Brenda, we are giving you Star, star Student of the Week because mm-hmm. we love this question because it shows us that you've really understood energy balance um, and also you have gained the knowledge and you are in tune with your cycle. So you know that during the weeks where you're on your cycle and your period's coming, you may not see that drop as usual um, and it may affect your symptoms like your energy but also you know that okay I'm staying still on the scales therefore I'm not in a calorie deficit therefore I either need to move more or eat less they're your two options and it's really good great great question because we we can see that you've understood this um you've had a tiny spike on the scales this week we're talking like 0.4 which honest in all honesty I could have on a daily basis you know I I think that's quite normal um, fluctuation, but I understand that you're concerned. Your steps were 35,000 this week. So what we want you to do is up that, preferably double that, 70,000, work out how you're going to get those steps in. Can you schedule them in before work or after work? Make that a non-negotiable and um, let's see if that speeds up your um, fat loss. Sarah, I always use semi-skims milk, but looking at the calories of my porridge breakfast, cups of tea and flat white, it seems to be high. Do you advise skimmed milk or is there a place for semi-skimmed milk? Um, so we'll just answer the milk question first. There's another question on bagels. Mm, love bagels. Um, yeah, milk is fine. <laughs> semi-skimmed milk is absolutely fine. Um, I have semi-skimmed. Do you have semi-skimmed fats? I do. That's my milk of choice. Yeah, um, and we have whole milk as well sometimes. But, um, I mean, it's kind of like a smaller – we're thinking about the small things, but they they do add up. Um so you can, of course, have semi-skimmed in your porridge. If you feel like it's adding up too much, you can do half and half. So half milk, half water. Um, but just, I would say, avoiding milk um, sort of like in your in your coffees, you know, like for flat whites, you could swap that for an Americano with a dash of milk. That can help you because sometimes it's about 100 calories in a in one coffee. Uh, things like lattes as well. God, and they go so cal- quickly. If you get a flat white yeah. and it's like 130 calories, I could drink that in, this, in like the yeah. space of three minutes, if I'm honest. Yeah, 
Yeah, so true. So, so true. So, um, and again, if you really love a flat white and you're like, no, that's 108 calories that I absolutely love in one day, then, then, then that's your choice, obviously. But if you're having, say, for example, two in a day or whatever, then it's kind of like, mm, maybe you could do uh, one really nice flat white and then one Americano. Like, it's just finding that balance, like choosing where you want to get your calories from. Um, and then bagels, she said, bagels have never felt like a diet food in my head. I had one for lunch yesterday. It was yummy, but I would value your thoughts on healthy, low-calorie bread options. Thank you. Um, so bread is allowed. That's why we get you to track uh, your foods because you'll be like, well, bread is not the devil. So you can totally have a bagel. Um, so if you love it, enjoy it. But just make sure it fits in your calories and your your macros that we've given you. Um, if you feel like it's too much, then you could go for like bagel thins. They're low in calories. They're like 130 calories. Or you could just have half of a normal bagel. Uh, pizza bread is around 140 calories, wraps around the same. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, but it, the thing is, bread is very easy to overeat if you're having, you know, where you're slicing things like sourdough and, and stuff like that yourself. Yum. It's delicious. <laughs> Yum. Yum. Nice love bit bread. of bread and butter. Yum. <laughs> we really come to life talking about bread. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if you, you, you can have it, you can totally have it, but just be be mindful of it. And sometimes when we're having really like dense breads and stuff, we just want to keep having more and more. So um, it's allowed, but just track it and it's fine. Yeah. You can make me hungry now. Okay. <laughs> Claire Scott, filling in this form has highlighted that I haven't done as much as I thought exercise-wise. Steps still need improvement, as does water intake. Great acknowledgement. That's something to focus on this week. So little challenge there is for you to get an extra workout in this week. You completed three, no, you completed two strength training um, sessions last week and one cardio. Let's try and up that to three strength training sessions this week, Claire. That's our little challenge for you. And then yeah. I'm going out out on Saturday the 9th. And it will possibly be the first occasion having alcohol since starting the program. I don't plan on letting it derail me, but it's in the back of my mind. Can I save calories from the days leading up to it for that day? Say 100 a day, maybe. Okay, so I love the idea of banking your calories throughout the week if you uh, feel like you can do that easily. Okay, so having a look through your food diary, that shouldn't actually be too challenging. You could, you, ha you love your little daily Kit Kat, which is totally fine if it fits in your calories, but that is something that you could sacrifice every day if you think, right, I'm choosing my indulgences this week. I know I'm going to be going out, out on Saturday. So I want to be able to have a little bit more flex that day. So, that, so therefore, I'm going to not indulge during the week as much um, and, and save myself. The other thing about cutting out things like a chocolate bar is it's not really going to indent your hunger levels during the week. What we try and avoid is this whole like binge restrict thing, which is why we're cautious around the banking calories, because we don't want you to be so restrictive during the week that then on the Saturday, you really go for gold and you actually blow over your calories anyway. You would have been better having higher calories during the week. Um, but if it's something small that actually doesn't play a massive role in your hunger, totally fine to cut out. So you have eggs on toast for breakfast, maybe you have one slice of bread rather than two, for example. And then when you are out, 
I haven't listened to the socials um, podcast. Chelsea is queen of this. Um, but just think about choosing your low calorie options. So maybe spirits and low calorie tonics and sodas and um, maybe track in advance. Set yourself some boundaries. Think about how many drinks you might have during the night. Realistically, try and avoid splitting bottles of wine because they're very easy to overdrink. Um, and just be really strategic with it and just have a great time. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Um, Pam. How many workouts should I do? Am I doing too many? As after writing them down, I've done quite a few. Um, as workouts from home, getting out to class is important and it gives me a full hour to myself. Um, well, I love that you go into class is something that you enjoy and you're acknowledging that. And I think that's really important that you're doing that for yourself. So that's good. It's not like a punishment or like, I actually love the hour to myself, which is win um so it depends how your recovery is if you're feeling strong and you're able to progress in your home workouts and we're totally happy for you to add um as many additional classes as you want if you feel like you're you're nailing those two um however at the moment you're doing two boxing classes one crossfit three strength two cores that's a lot of training in a week i wouldn't be able to do that and i'm not doing half as much as you in your general life so i think remember that you came to us because the classes that you were doing before weren't changing the shape of your physique how you wanted to so I think that you should drop down to three strength training sessions um you can add some core into at the end of one of those days or do it another day one crossfit and one boxing um and really focus now on having your rest days to walk and recover and that's what they're there for and really go for it on the days that you are training think of your workouts as a delicious like one meal not a buffet where you go in and you're throwing on any old shit you've got every cuisine in the world on your plate and you're like oh my god this actually isn't isn't great you're never going to remember that but if you have one amazing thing that's going to be memorable and that's even better. So less is sometimes is more actually in, in this situation. Um, so I think the workouts that you're going to do, they're going to be really good, really good quality and focus on that. And then tune into your body and be like, actually, I did really nail that workout. That was better because I had a rest. <laughs> but I love that so much. You know, those um, like round the world buffets and you have like a bit like a bit of pasta next to like a chow mein next to a pizza next and and you think gross like as you said how on earth can you taste the different flavors because it's all just blending together and you're not focusing on one thing I love that analogy so much I'm going to steal that yeah, it was like on the cruise ship when we lived, when, yeah. when we were, this is like basically Maz and I were dancers on, on a cruise years and years ago. And I remember going into the buffet the first I got on there and I was like, uh, oh my God, this is insane. And then like the more it went on, I was like, what have I got? I've got, I definitely have got a bit of everything. It's awful, awful. It's the novelty though, isn't it? It's the novelty yeah. of, being, of having such a great, selection in front of you but actually when the reality of it is you look down at your plate and you're like what am I put together what is this, this is not a what meal is, this is yeah. very unsociable you're up and down like I love going for dinner and you sit there someone comes over to you and you sit there and you discuss with each other what are you gonna have oh, I'm gonna have this I'm gonna have that with a buffet you're up and down you don't even have a conversation <laughs> no exactly okay uh Christina 
I honestly struggle to actually lose weight. I work out, I do my best to eat well, that's it. It's just demotivating. I cannot work out every day or go for walks all the time or plan for hours what to eat. I also have to cook for the family. I don't know what I'm asking because you can't really fix this. I lost 200 grams, which I can probably inhale next time I walk past a cake. Okay, Christina, we had a little chat about this on the group during the week, but obviously you're sounding like you're a little bit overwhelmed. I want to reassure you to start with and to trust us that a lot of busy mums have been in this exact situation when they start the program and it's taken them a while to work out how they're going to fit this around their lives. You just have to get through this sticky part where you work it out for yourself in your schedule because we don't know what your day-to-day schedule looks like. We don't know when you've got time to get your steps in. We don't know when you've got time to get your workouts in. Remember, your workouts, we're only asking you to do three a week and they're about 40 minutes long. So if you're training from home, that's all we need from you, okay? That can be at the weekends, whenever you think you've got a bit more time. It's not been three weeks yet and we're undoing years of bad habits here okay so the reality check for you is (laughs) that you've only actually been tracking your food um for four days now maybe five now this has been released in those first three days you actually saw a drop and that what may have been just 0.2 kg but it's a drop in the right direction that is proof in itself that tracking your food and staying accountable works if you do that for the next three weeks you will see progress okay if you don't if you stop tracking you're probably not going to see the same progress on one of those days you went over 600 calories I know it was your daughter's birthday but it's kind of now choosing right am I going to get serious about this what can I realistically change in my life right now make it really easy for yourself stick to one breakfast that you know the calories for it doesn't mean that you have to log it every day then well you can just repeat the meal swipe right add meal from yesterday swipe right add meal from yesterday every single day you could do that with lunch as well and then in the evenings you could have a little bit more flex if you want to eat with your family um so try not to make it too complicated okay um think about how you can make it easy for you and yourself and ask us specific questions as well what what exactly are you struggling with are you you say you do your best to eat well um okay but then where do you need the help with your diet do you think that you're are you getting snacky in the afternoon are you finding that you're you're having unstructured lunches are you getting a decent breakfast are you too busy for breakfast what is it that you're struggling with please let us know and we can help you with maybe a bit more specific actions yeah and you if you look at your question as well you've put i um I can't work out every day I can't go for walks all the time I can't plan um hours what to eat I also have to cook for the family I don't know why I'm asking this because you can't really fix this you have to ask us because we can because we want you to say what you can do so can you do a food shop can you plan in advance all those things it's like what can you do not what can't you do you've got to get into that mindset of what can you do because everyone the reality is everybody struggles to lose weight I haven't met worked with one person that said yeah losing weight is easy have you Maz no everyone struggles we're not trying to say that you're not busy at all we totally get that everybody is busy and that while saying everybody is busy isn't also trying to make you feel like you don't deserve to feel stressed you totally do because you are bloody busy but we got to get into that headspace where it's like no I can do this because you can 
Yeah. <laughs> and we have full confidence in you, Christina. We know that you can do this. And we know and and we've had this conversation with with lots of women. Uh, actually, yeah. I think the grief will be good because they'll be able to reassure you. Actually, a lot of the people that are now on the pro plan went through this exact same thing of like, it's yeah. not working. I can't do this. This is too much. I'm stressed. And then you just yeah. go, right, let's break it down for you. How can we help you? And um, I promise you, you can get those results. So please don't feel like a mm. failure. We've, you've got this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tiffany, any tips on improving eating three meals a day? I always seem to skip breakfast as the thought of eating in the morning makes me feel a little sick. I think it's leaving me to feel hungry later on in the day. Um, so that's okay. Lots of people don't like having breakfast. Um, it's fine. If you make you feel sick, do not force feed yourself. Although we like the idea of front loading your calories. So having, you know, more in the morning than loads in the evening. Um, it, and then that basically, in theory, makes people overeat in the evening. It doesn't mean that you can't make progress. And we understand that some people can't eat in the morning. So um, why don't you add a high-protein snack in mid-morning when you get hungry? So just have something um, like you can have eggs or Greek yogurt or fruit or a protein smoothie, something easy that you can take to work and um, start having something, yeah, more like mid-morning and just make sure you're eating throughout the day. That might help you. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to say this client's name. How can I refocus myself when in a period of GP diagnosed depression? Okay, so obviously this is a little bit out of our scope of practice because we can't advise you if you have been diagnosed with depression. We would always suggest listening to your doctor's advice or your therapist's advice, whoever you're leaning on for support. Um, but what I what we'd say from our coaching perspective is a bit like what we said to Christina, what can you do right now? What do you think is manageable? Make things easy for yourself. Don't fill your cupboards up with rubbish food. Fill your fridge with goodness. Get some really healthy, nourishing food in the house. Use a way of walking as a good way to clear your mind and then just take it one day at a time. Yeah, try not to stress about your long term goal, which may seem completely unachievable and is adding to your anxiety and your and your mood right now. Think about winning the day every day, a little win um, that's going to actually make you feel a little bit better and a little bit more um, self-accomplished and prove to yourself that you can do it. And if, yeah, if there is anything specific that you're really struggling with, whether that is food or movement or or workouts, please do let us know. If you don't feel comfortable writing in the group, send us an email and we'll be able to help you navigate that. Yeah, big time. You're never, ever alone. And nobody on this program is ever alone. That's why we, we are here to coach you. That's the difference of you, you know, just joining an online app or having an online calculator like we're here to support you and help you so please know that everybody um joe no 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 margaret no we've missed we've missed no 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 (laughs) margaret margaret no i've used frozen berries in my overnight oats we haven't done that yet sure we did that Oh, yeah, no, we did with not. the last podcast went wrong, didn't it? We had to re-record <laughs> one question. Right. We don't know if we're coming or going. I'm going to do. Oh, you've skipped Joanne. You've skipped Joanne. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. <laughs> what are we like? Right, Margaret, I use frozen berries and my overnight oats 
Is that a good option or should I aim for fresh fruit? I also snack on fruit most days with a spoon of Greek yogurt in my 11 a.m. break. Is this too much fruit? Is it bad? Well, that's a good problem to have, isn't it? Am I eating too much fruit? Um, No, it's good. Fruit is brilliant. We want people to eat fruit. Um, Everyone should be eating fruit every day. It's good to have fiber it's lots of good loads of goodness um yeah keep going we love that have your greek yogurt in there that's great uh frozen fruit is also brilliant and also a bit cheaper as well um but chuck in whatever you like it's great yeah okay joanne i've been dealing with a difficult situation in work over the past few weeks i'm struggling to do everything and feel like i'm letting myself down what key things should i be focusing on during this time Okay, so you're 1.5 kg down and you're going in the right direction. So even though the last couple of weeks have been stressful for you, you've done really well. Okay, I just want to reassure you about that. Your food tracking has been erratic over the last week. So I was thinking, if you have looked on the Fit Female Project Instagram page, Chelsea did this fantastic post this week about alternating your meals taking away of decision fatigue of what the hell you're going to eat during the day okay so if you choose two meals for lunch and dinner usually breakfast is the same let's face it then it completely strips away that stress so for example you could have some chicken in the fridge and for lunch you could alternate between a wrap a salad a wrap a salad a wrap a salad you can take that to work with you easy peasy and then for your dinner you could alternate between a bolognese that you could batch cook at the weekend so do bolognese one night stir fry the next night bolognese one night stir fry the next night and I know that sounds a bit boring but I promise you if this is a stage of your life that's uh, where you're under a lot of stress and you and fat loss is the goal sometimes removing variation is helpful in these early stages just so you get on top of your routine and you know what you're eating and it means that your tracking becomes really quick and you know what you're having you know you're hitting your protein so have a look at that post and try and implement that this week and I think that it will help you clear your head a little bit yeah for sure um Emma should I be worrying about my carbs being too high um, so we've had a look at your food and they're a little bit um, high the last couple of days. Try and stay within 10 to 20 grams of your carb target um, and just make sure that you have enough room for your protein within your daily calorie target. So that's why we've given you those targets to hit. We've given you your macros. Just try and stick to around yeah 10 to 20 grams. And um, yeah, that's, that's good. You don't have to necessarily worry about it but it's not going to give you the progress probably that you that you want to be seeing yeah okay Cara what are your thoughts on eating ready meals that have decent protein find it easier at the moment to have these as I don't have time for food prep right now so for ease of headspace not but not sure if it's the right thing every now and then of course it's totally fine to have ready meals if they've got good protein in them and you can gauge the calories totally fine however I would challenge the question of I don't have time to food prep because it could be as easy as chucking a loads of chicken breast into the oven on a Sunday night chopping them up and having them as protein in your fridge for the week buying microwave vegetables and lentils and butternut squash 
and then just banging it all together in a meal takes less than 10 minutes um and the same for your lunches you can chuck a can of tuna and some light mayo into a wrap and have an apple it doesn't have to be a kind of elaborate cooking i think we we get into this we get into this world of wanting to have really delicious elaborate dinners and maybe i'm saying this because i'm i'm a basic cook right i am but i think sometimes trying to just keep things simple can make it all seem a little bit more manageable do you agree completely agree and Cara as well but we know how busy you are and you've got you you've got the kids and you are here there and everywhere as well so um we understand that you've done that in a way to keep making progress and I think it's been quite clever that you've done that instead of in your busy week gone into like the effort bucket and been like I can't do this um so I think it's a step in the right direction but the thing is about these meals do you actually enjoy them like we've had meal prep foods before and oh they all end up tasting the same you're not enjoying your food there's a load of crap in a lot of them to keep them like their shelf life up you don't really know what's in them because you haven't made it um so I if I'm being honest I actually think that they're probably not the best thing and I would would prefer you not to be having that and do exactly what Mazza said and see if you can be really basic and just and try that um or or a hybrid of both on those days where you're like oh my god this is impossible it's either one of those or a takeaway then then get one of those do you agree yeah yeah for sure yeah it's it's kind of not optimal but when it's very necessary it's not the end of the world yeah there's actually that I saw somebody shared once um that they would always they you know if you get hungry if you go on a night out and you're prone to having like a late night Mackey D's or something or or you get hungry when you get in someone um said that they would always keep a a microwave meal in their fridge you know like one of those low cal microwave meals maybe like, like an emergency calories. like an emergency ready meal yeah and just keep it there as a backup because that would help them because that would like help them say basically save like 500 calories because if they didn't have that they would just go wild on e- eating something else so I think that's quite a good this that's out of context but it's that thing of like that is better than the effort bucket <laughs> that's so clever I um mm. I actually had a funny situation this week because we we had a bit of a scare and we were in the hospital late and we we'd left the hospital about midnight and I was like Steve I'm starving and um, there was a McDonald's on the way home and I've not eaten McDonald's in years and I said oh do you know what I could, I could eat some I could eat some chips and um, mm. I thought right this is the first time and his eyes lit up thinking are you my girlfriend what have you do- what have you done with Maz and so we actually stopped off and it was shut. And I thought no! that was, it was fate. It was God's way of telling me, don't do this to yourself right now. Oh, no. So, I know, rubbish. And then we ended up having to stop at a, um, a petrol station that was the only thing that was open and get me a, a tuna tuna sandwich it was like soggy oh. I know I, sh- oh, I just needed so something it was so yeah, sad you know, do you like McDonald's though yeah well yeah I mean I've not had it I've not had it in that long but yeah I mean who doesn't who doesn't like yeah. McDonald's chips I mean come on oh so good <laughs> I mean so good. We're, all, I'm a fan. we're all human <laughs> yeah yeah there's one actually that there's like everyone's it's called 
uproar because I think they're opening a McDonald's on our high street and everyone's like want obviously people want their high streets to be really nice and McDonald's might not be like the, the like a little boutique cafe that everyone's hoping for but I'm not gonna lie I'm quite happy about it <laughs> just you know, every once in a while just as a little a little mind you again it's the same as you I haven't had one for a long time but when I do have one I think oh god it's, it's like it's almost like a little bit um um it, it makes me feel like a child again yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly that yeah actually. yeah like I'm not being it's an nostalgic. adult right now I'm allowing myself this yeah yeah okay, <laughs> okay. anyway back to the food last podcast. <laughs> Audrey um as I said previously my weight is up and down while I'm not seeing results just yet on the scales I do feel changes in my body which I love but what more can I do to see changes on the scales too please um so Audrey I love that you're still finding a positive on this this is great and seeing changes this is really good um although your food tracking's good you're not dropping on the scales um and this actually means that you're at maintenance calories so you're actually not in your calorie deficit which doesn't mean that you're not working hard we know that you are and you're making an effort but if the scales aren't going down over time then that's a better tracker than my fitness power all of those things your body's the best tracker of all um so we've got to get make sure that you are in that calorie deficit because the way it works is if you're in a calorie deficit then your body uses fat as an energy storage so um that either means that we need you to expend more calories through your movement you've ordered your treadmill which is great um or we need to make some tweaks in your diet now that's going to be doing the two things together is going to be great but tweaks in your diet is going to get you there the fastest let's try something really really simple so we know that you love your skinny bars um but we cannot be having two or three a day one a day is going to be enough and also I want you to eat your skinny bars and be like am I actually enjoying this does this taste good because having three of those a day isn't going to be anything like mind-blowing have one a day enjoy it and that's good we'd rather you start having some pieces of fruit some actual whole foods like more do you think the more whole foods the better um, instead of process and that goes for everybody there is nothing wrong with reaching for a bit of fruit um, as a snack and just in your mind this week use that as a focus whole foods are always going to get us there uh, before any of these ultra processed foods right Maz? Yeah that's such a good point actually Charles I was just thinking you can relate that to any food really like the first taste or the first one is delicious whether that's a slice of pizza your first like slice of that pizza or your first biscuit out of that packet is always going to be really nice the second one mm, yeah okay some of the um novelty's gone there it's it's still nice but you you've kind of exasperated the um the sensation by the third the fourth the fifth and that's where kind of you know if you are having a pizza and you feel like you've enjoyed it but you've had enough and you're not getting any more enjoyment by eating more you're just feeling over full then that's my maybe your your sign to stop and that is what intuitive eating is yeah so it's allowing yourself actually I really fancy that the first one was really good is the second one going to be as good is the third one probably not the fourth one definitely not same with a glass of wine same with anything you never really enjoy them as much when you get to the fifth round so um it might be a nice way to kind of reframe 
portion control for everyone this week maybe that can be a little uh something to focus on for everyone I think that's a good idea and also there's nothing wrong with you if if you have one of those things you're like what lots of people go oh my god once I start having it I can't stop and that's very normal because that's usually with those ultra processed foods because (laughs) newsflash they're designed to make you want more so sort of avoiding that situation is going to help you out and make your life a little bit easier there's nothing wrong with you they're made for you they're highly palatable foods where you have a bit and you're like oh yeah I want more of that yeah for sure okay lovely lovely questions this week really good progress from everyone and um, we're really enjoying working with you all and um, yeah so we're on to the second half of this challenge now Yes, let's absolutely do it. And if you're somebody that hasn't joined us and you've listened to this and you are like, oh my God, this relates to me so much, then we have our next intake on the 25th of March. You can join the waiting list now and then we will send you all of the information, but we'd love to help you and we would love to coach you. Yeah, have a great week, everyone. And we will speak to you very soon. Bye. Bye.